0: If you continue to do things the way you've always done them, expect to get the results you've always gotten. Or you can see things differently and open your eyes to a whole new world of possibility and opportunity with your practice. This is the Virtual Dentist Podcast. Daily thoughts, tips, tricks, and ideas to help you see it differently. Hello everyone, welcome to the first ever episode of the Virtual Dentist Podcast. This is Dr. Brian Harris. This is a podcast dedicated to dentists who see it differently, you know, are looking for ways to improve themselves, their practice, and really just looking for ways to, to do things differently than we've always been taught, or to find possibly alternatives or better ways to communicate with patients, to, you know, improve our clinical skills, to, to just, you know, cope with being a dentist in, in the, the stresses that this profession has to offer. So the true purpose of this podcast is to connect with each and every one of you. Um, I have had the, the blessing of being able to go out and speak all over the world for a number of years now in, in helping to educate dentists on some of the latest tips and tricks in, in our profession. But one of the toughest things is like coming home and losing contact with people. And so this is a way for me to continue to stay in touch with you uh, and to share some things with you that, that have helped me in my practice. One of the the beliefs that I have is that when we teach others, you know, truly we benefit at the same time. And it helps us, you know, get a get a better and a different perspective on on who I, who we are as people and who we are as as leaders and dentists and business owners. And so that's what I'm doing here. I hope that, that you find it beneficial. Um, I hope that if some of you are feeling stuck, that this helps you get unstuck. So I want to share a story to start this off um, about a young man back in 2001. Um, he was on the verge of, of going broke and losing everything, um, immigrant to the United States, and was dared by a buddy of his to enter into a eating contest uh, to win $5,000. And he took the dare, and you know what he did completely transformed you know the the world of competitive eating, and it completely transformed my outlook on business and my outlook on life. And so I want to share that story with you. Many of you may know this man um, Takiru Kobayashi. Um, he is known as the hot dog guy. Um, his story is fascinating for those that don't really know it, and so I want to share it here. To start off this podcast because I think it'll help set the stage for for kind of what's to come moving forward. So one of the things that he did, knowing nothing about competitive eating, um, was to sit back and study it. You know, study the ways that it was being done at that time. Remember, he's five 128 pounds, he's just a little dude. And he looks at how hot dogs are being eaten in this contest. So little back history in the coney island hot dog eating contest it had been going on for years and years and you go back and look at how people had won and it was it started off like 10 hot dogs so it's how many hot dogs you can eat in 12 minutes so it starts off at 10 and then the record goes to 13 then 16 and then back down to like 12 and then up to 20 and so it's all over the map and eventually in 2000 the record is 25 hot dogs so kobayashi looks at this and sees that everybody is eating hot dogs the exact same way. You know, up until this time, all everyone knew how to do was just eat the hot dogs as quickly as they could. And so they'd eat the hot dog, chew it as quickly as they could, drink a little bit of water and and try to swallow it. And so he he looked at it and said, "You know, what if instead of just trying to eat more hot dogs, I could find a way to eat the hot dog more efficiently?" And so he broke down the process. I mean, at the the end of the day, it's the same rules, right? You have hot dogs and you have a cup of water, that's it. And he deconstructed the process and said, okay, what is the most efficient way to eat the hot dog? And he found out that when you take the hot dog out of the bun, you can swallow the hot dog really quickly. And the issue then becomes just the bread. But if you take that bread and then soak it in the cup of water, it breaks down the starch and then you can swallow the bread Very quickly, also. So many of you have probably seen this on TV. It is disgusting. They do it every Fourth of July. So he shows up at this contest. You can imagine he's this skinny little guy, and everyone's kind of looking at him, like wondering what in the world he's doing there. And uh, and he shows up, and in twelve minutes, you know, he goes on to not just beat the record, but he crushes the record. So the record used to be twenty-five hot dogs. Remember, he shows up, and in twelve minutes, eats fifty hot dogs, and blows everybody away. You know, that single act is what landed that whole Coney Island hot dogging contest on the map and has made it what it is today. And so I know it's kind of a, a ridiculous story to share, but if you look at what he did, it's actually pretty fascinating. So because he was able to see it differently, you know, his whole world changed. He went from being broke and, and not having a whole lot to going to to making millions of dollars in in endorsement deals because he was able to just look at the process of eating hot dogs and look at it differently. Okay, but the best part of the story doesn't end there. You know, the best part of the story is years later, you know, the record is now held by Joey Chestnut, which is 74 hot dogs in 12 minutes, okay? So the question I have for you is why, after all those years, could anybody only get up to 25 hot dogs and then one man comes in and crushes the record and does 50. But after he does 50, now it opens everybody's eyes to like what's possible, right? And so the 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 key thing here that, that you need to understand is the reason that Joey Chestnut was able to go in later and eat 74 hot dogs is because of one simple word, and that's belief. Okay, this word belief, you know, is something that has so much power to it because when Joey saw that Kobayashi was able to eat 50 something, you know, something inside of Joey said, "You know what? Maybe I could do that too. And you know what? Maybe I could even do more than that." He believed that that it was actually possible. And so my goal, I feel like, you know, not to not to compare myself to to a, a man that can eat 50 hot dogs in 12 minutes but I feel like what I've done in the last few years in my practice has unlocked like a whole new world for a lot of people in in seeing how to connect with patients, how to increase case acceptance, how to do more of the dentistry you love doing. I feel like I had like a Kobayashi moment and was able to see dentistry differently and come in and like learn how to eat 50 hot dogs instead of 25. I was able to come in and learn how to produce twice as much in half as much time to be able to work three days a week only doing smile design cases and to be able to be booked out three or four months in advance, which to me, you know, if you would have asked me if if that was even possible two, three years ago, I would have never in a million years imagined it. But because I was able to like get a glimpse of something and see things differently and have my eyes open to a different way of doing things, it made it possible. And so the great thing is for those that are willing to put the effort and time in, like my hope is that you go on to be the Joey Chestnuts of the world, that you go on to take what I've done and say, okay, how do I take what, what Brian's done? How do I build on it? And how do I now go out and eat 74, 75 hot dogs in one sitting? How do I go out and, and change the world? How do I go out and really be as successful as I want to be, you know, because I have the belief that it's possible because I've seen him do it, Okay. If you are a vegetarian and you just are not happy with my story of hot dog eating, there's about ten other stories that I could have used here. One other very, very common story that we hear often um, is the four-minute mile. So we all know that that for years and years nobody was able to to, to break the four-minute mile. It was just it was deemed impossible until one man in 1954 did it. His name was Roger Bannister. He came out and he beat the four-minute mile. He ran it in 359.4. Okay. But what happened is when he did that, you know, he now instilled a belief in all these people around him that, you know what, it's possible. Well, if, if Roger can do it, maybe I can do it too. And now, to date, I just looked up this morning, over 1,400 athletes have now broken that four minute mile. And so, Docs, there's something extremely powerful about what we're talking about here. And, and there's two pieces to it. One is you have to be willing to see it differently. You have to be willing to take everything you currently know about business, about dentistry, about how things are done clinically. It's not to say it's not important. I mean, that's the basis of our education, right? We have to be able to take all of that and put it aside just for a moment and say, okay, what if, what if there was a different way to look at things? What if there was a, uh, maybe not even a better way, but a different way to look at how we operate our practice, what hours we work, what kind of patients we see, what type of procedures we do. And and when you can see that and believe that it's possible and you see other people doing it, then you're gonna be able to go on and do it too. So this podcast really is about belief and the belief in yourself that that it's possible. Guys, if I can do it, you can do it. You know, years ago I was a general dentist doing doing a little bit of cosmetic dentistry and and I feel like you know, in a short period of time, everything's changed all because I was able to see it differently. So I have a question for you. If you could change the way you practice dentistry, how would you change it? Okay. I want you to like, really think about that. Like if you could, if you could change it, don't, don't start to have all the what ifs and yeah, buts come in your mind. Just think for a minute, if it was possible. And if you could just today say, you know what, moving forward, I want to practice these days. I want to work these hours this is how much money I want to make. And this is how I want to do it. Like if you could do that, what would that look like? What days would you work? You know, what procedures would you do? Even better yet, what procedures would you not do? If you could just say tomorrow, like, you know what? I'm not going to do dentures anymore. You know what? I'm not going to do, you know, implants anymore because they stress me out. Like if you could do that, what would that look like? Okay. And then from there, like if you really could work one less day a week, like, what would you do with your free time? What would that allow you to do with your life? How would you now show up for your kids and your wife and, and your friends and your family? Like, what, would, it, would it allow you to be a different person? So the next question, this is the, the hardest question, and this is one that you're going to have to answer for yourself, but do you believe that it's possible? Like, do you believe now that if you're working five days a week, you could go to four? Or if you're working four, you can go to three? Maybe you don't want to. Maybe that's not the idea of working less. Maybe it's the idea of working more efficiently. You know, if you're if you're struggling at, you know, forty or fifty thousand dollars a month in production, do you believe that it's possible to produce a hundred in a month? Do you believe that it's possible to produce two hundred, two fifty, what about three hundred? Okay? I promise you it's possible because I've done it. I've I've been at all those different levels and, and I know what it's like. And personally, I don't ever want to do three hundred in one month ever again. Like it was a stressful, it was, the, it was the craziest month I ever had. And it was 300,000 in a month working an average of three days a week. And we can talk about that at a later time. But it was it was a whole you know different level of stress that I don't want to experience. Like I'm totally happy at the 150 to 180 a month range and just like loving what I do and not feeling that stress. Okay, and I'll show you how to do that too. So guys, I know it's possible because I've done it. And that is my hope. Is that I can help share with you some of the different ways that you can also do it and and some of the ways that you can see similar types of things in your practice. Okay, so that is the purpose of this podcast. You know, we will be talking on a regular basis. This is more the type of thing, you know, where it's 10, 15, 20 minute segments that you can listen to as you're driving into work. There are things that will be business related, some things that will be personal related, some things that will be clinical tips and tricks. And a lot of it's just going to be mindset and helping you see it differently and helping you have that belief in yourself. So I truly believe we live in the most fascinating time to be a dentist. There's so much advancements in technology. There's so much advancements in communication and clinical materials. Like, don't don't feel stuck. You know, don't don't get burned out this early in practice. There's no reason to, there's so many amazing things out there and ways to do dentistry. The problem is sometimes people just get stuck. They don't know another way. And so I hope this at least helps motivate each of you to helps me be able to, to stay in touch with all of you and to, uh, to continue to, to help each other improve, you know, and as, as I help each of you by sharing things that have worked for me, you know, selfishly, it's, it helps me, you know, better appreciate what I have and, and it helps me you know, really push myself to, to be better as a dentist every day. All righty. I hope everybody enjoys. If you have topics that you want covered, message me, you know how to reach me. You know, it's impossible not to, to find people nowadays with social media and different things, but shoot me a message. Say, Hey, talk about this. You know, what do you do to keep team members motivated? How do you run your team meetings? You know, how do you start each day? You know, what hours do you work? What fees do you charge? I don't care. Ask. I'm an open book. I, I will tell you anything and everything that you want to know. So don't don't be shy. Ask away. All righty. Hope everyone has a fantastic day and a great rest of the week. And uh, we will be talking soon. Thank you.